coming at you live from not my house. <laughs> it's not a surprise that I seem to travel rather often, uh, especially if you listen to the last episode about my two-month road trip. Uh, right now, I'm actually, for the 4th of July, pet-sitting for... just for fun, honestly. <laughs> There's times where, you know, that whole road trip that I did was all for these... Um, Airbnbs, but I've been having such puppy fever the last forever that this is kind of like my way of every once in a while. I'll, if it's a house that I think is beautiful and a neighborhood that I like and a dog that seems cute and mellow, then I'll um, go for it. So I'm in this beautiful $2 million house for the weekend with an amazing backyard, beautiful wine country area, just can't say <laughs> how great, but what I wanted to come on here was about this concept that I've noticed or this this way of thinking that this hobby that I've found has allowed me to rethink about sales and about business and how that actually helped me to make more sales and also detach from the the scarcity or lack that can happen when you are trying to make more sales in your business. So this hobby, in case I haven't posted it much, but I will do my best to post it more often, is word searches. And I picked this up, I think I might have mentioned it on a podcast forever ago, but I picked this up uh, actually after my ex and I broke up, uh, I think it was over a year and a half ago. And the reason why is because I've always been easy to fulfill my time when I'm working a lot. But, you know, when you're healing from a breakup or something that's like a big loss in your life, you know, you can't really, you could put yourself more into work, but I've seen how that works out for people and it's never been great. So I knew for myself, I really wanted something that I could pick up that one wouldn't be super strenuous because at that time, as I still am now, I, I do regular walks outside. I was being more active. So I knew I didn't really want to have a new active hobby to do, but I wanted something to help distract my mind when I was just, you know, kind of tired of watching TV or just sitting there doing work on the, you know, desktop, basically helping myself be away from the screen for a bit. So this kind of happened naturally because I think at one night I looked online for something like word searches on Amazon. They had a, a mindfulness themed one that I got. I flew through it because about every page maybe takes me 10 minutes if I'm just going at like a leisurely pace but I, I blew through that one and it was just like every you know every day I might maybe do like two or three sometimes I wouldn't do it uh, there's times where I stopped for a month or two but I noticed that every time that I would pick it back up I noticed these things helping to create kind of insights for me that I was able to transfer for business that I think can be really helpful for those who are wanting to obviously make more sales in your business and <laughs> just have a better experience uh, doing online business. So one of the first things that I noticed when I started to do this more often, again, it's been probably about a year and a couple months since I started this hobby. And I call it a hobby because <laughs> I don't know what else to call it, pastime. But I noticed something that was interesting was I will always finish the page. So there's usually about, you know, 30, 40 words on each page. And I want you to stay with me because these truly do have clear 
metaphors and parallels to business. It just, we're, get, we're gonna get there. Um, but I wanted to say that, so there's about those 30, 40 words. Some are easier to find, some are harder. I'll explain another insight that came from of how I usually start the word searches, but how I finish them is, I think, interesting because I didn't realize until it started happening more and more often where I got this new word search that I think I got right before I started all of my trips for this year around February, right before I went to the, uh, the what was it, Marketer's Heart Conference in Florida. So actually, <laughs> uh, if you asked Jordan Gill of System Save Me, she saw me literally in line at Disney World doing word searches <laughs> while trying to get on the Avatar ride. But I noticed that some of these word searches are naturally like harder than others. Like some words are just harder to find or maybe you you put your pen stroke too heavy in one line so your eyes are having a harder time finding the words. So I noticed that every couple pages I'd have like one or two words I just could not find during that session of like me trying to finish the page. And I would just be like, you know what? It's not worth me trying to stress out about it or like basically have my brain try and overanalyze where this word is. For example, today's word was songs <laughs> and I could not find it because I, I flip through the ones that I've uh, finished and see if I have any of those check boxes still open that are on there. And what I noticed was if you give yourself, if you switch tasks, if you go to maybe it's a day from now, an hour from now, I can find that missing word within 20 seconds because what I noticed was when I allowed myself to context switch to give myself a break and kind of let my eyes and brain readjust to something new, it allowed when I came back to have what they call like the fresh pair of eyes that allowed me to solve the problem within 20 seconds. And I think that's something that we don't really notice sometimes when we are in the like CEO decision-making mode, or even when we are like stuck in the nitty gritty of tasks, is that our brain does get very tunnel focused. It gets very uh, single-minded. Even if you do have something like ADHD, it's actually easier sometimes for you to put on the task, uh, that to go in such in like a fine-tuned, detail-oriented mode, that it can be hard for you to zoom out. Like there's times where they call it like the white space where you naturally zoom out, there's other times where you are very dialed in. And I find that happens a lot even when it comes to sales or marketing too. Because as someone who you know helps people with their sales and marketing for their online course or digital product, I see it all the time where we get focused on either one, how we've been sold or marketed to what we believe needs to happen in order for us to make a lot of money. So for example, some of those things are having a super complicated and long funnel, uh, having like a bunch of products that don't really have any reasoning for them. They're just different things that you could repurpose together. Other ones is doing ads when like it's really not needed for you right now, especially if your conversion rate is super low. Um, like I think with other ones that people do, a lot of affiliates. And the thing is, all of these strategies inherently are not wrong. But the issue is that when you're coming from a space of like this is, you're kind of attached, you've, you've dug in your hooks into the strategy itself and not actually checked in with like, does this actually feel good for me? Am I making this decision when I'm feeling exhausted or when I'm feeling um, money scarcity? If you actually gave yourself that time to step away and then come back, 
your answer of, is this really working for you or that you want to continue with, would be a very simple yes or no. But when we get so tunnel focused and attached to like, I need to finish this, I need it to be this way because that's how it's supposed to be, or like check it off the task, of course, it's going to be really hard for you to be able to like find the answer that you desire or even the result you're desiring with sales because you're so attached to this one avenue. This For me, this one word on the words, or the last word, the, the brain wanting to close the loop, essentially. And I notice this happening, especially for people who've been in the space for a, a few years, where whatever worked for you in the past, even the funnel you created in the past, or whatever sales assets you created, because you spent time and energy into it, you put in some certain type of um, effort into it, it creates this level of like over-attachment, kind of like two old t-shirts we had that are nostalgic and stuff. That's not a bad thing to take, like, to take hold of for you. But if you notice that having these like two or three boxes of old stuff and you continually add more to it to like, to build your nostalgic wardrobe, you're going to end up being a hoarder and full of a house with nostalgic things, but nothing for you to actually wear because what you're doing is not actually alignment for you. It's just what your brain is trying to hold on to for some level of control, which is a whole nother thing. <laughs> so this first insight was really me understanding that there is a really distinct need for not just taking breaks, But seeing how your brain works about how it's not meant to solve all the problems all at once. Because when we're solving, trying to solve multiple problems or trying to think about different strategies in different contexts, our brain is can be really single-minded. So if we don't realize that or notice that we're in that current processing uh, behavior right now, then it makes it harder for us to believe we can actually solve the problem or to find the answer we need to. But if you take some time away from it, let yourself go for a walk, let yourself go for uh, a nap, come back to it, you can solve that problem, solve that tactic, figure out that like one thing needed to change within those 20 seconds. Again, if you had a skill set for it and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so that was the first insight that I realized was, especially as someone who naturally really wants to close loops, I, I don't like having a lot of things that are open um, for projects. So I noticed that was a pattern coming up for me, even with this, but it was so necessary for me to release that attachment that I had to that it had to be done this way. It had to be finished at this moment. When in reality, there really wasn't. It was all my my, uh, expectation of what I believed I needed to solve it as. And again, take what you will for this. And I can go in deeper into like more marketing context as well. But I think for those who are on a personal development uh, journey, they'll understand the metaphors that are kind of being created here. So that was the first big insight that I noticed for this. The second big one that I feel like I am still having to bring into my business because it's very easy as a strategist mind so like I mentioned, and you might hear cars running around, there, there is some like, it's 4th of July weekend, so there's people who are with fast cars, you know, zooming. But I noticed that second one was when I would start the word search, just like fresh, uh, fresh piece of paper, it has like all the, the words have not been found yet. Something that I naturally do is I actually don't look at the words that I'm meant to search. I look at the word search itself and just search for words that I 
my brain naturally picks up. So for example, the one that I just switched to recently, the first few words was like blue, black, brown, something like that. And I didn't actually associate or try and look for the words because I noticed when I tried to, like the first one was black. So I tried to look for the word inside of it and it was making my brain have such a harder time to find the that one word out of like the 40 words there versus when I would actually come in and just like search inside of the little word search box of, okay, what words, what is popping out for me? Because naturally your brain is going to try and find words that it sees in there. So for me, I found raindrops. For first of all, a bigger word <laughs> than, than black. Found three other words within a matter of a minute because I wasn't as attached to like just that one version of black or blue or brown, whatever is the word that I was look, looking for at that moment, um, that I was able to find so many more words and check them off the list. And again, I think this all comes down to just showing you how this process that we can that our brains go through, and it's such a beautiful process that it can do. It's it's very primitive as well, where you know tunnel vision comes from the primitive brain. That's that was very much the binary choice of it's either yes or no it's either black or white thinking it's either this or that but when you allow yourself to actually kind of step out and zoom back and go in with no expectations and just let whatever comes through comes through you naturally find better answers to your questions better processes to what you're looking for and overall a better experience because again all of this comes down to this level of attachment and trying to create control when there really isn't any. Like you always hear that quote, that's the, you can never control what other people are doing. You can just control your reactions and uh, your actions to that, right? And I think that's even true when it comes to business and marketing where obviously you can't control how people are going to buy, but you also need to realize, you also, <laughs> to some degree, you can't control what you're, brain's naturally going to go into but you can help give it a space and environment to make it the most successful it can be to give it that lack of expectations so you can find the better answers to your questions um there's that thing as well where they always say if you if you want better answers ask better questions so if you want better solutions have a better environment to where you can ask those questions or or look at those problems again so that's just something that I wanted to give to those people who are probably similar to me where uh, if you are naturally analytical mind forward or you get stuck in your mind a lot where you overthink or if you're a strategist, you're in the mind uh, a little bit more often. It's something that is so habitual at this point that we start with the mind first, but we don't realize that at the end of the day, like our mind can function without us needing to control exactly the movements we're meant to take. And it's not to say that there is a, there's not a need for making sure, you know, we're focused on this problem today and this problem there and going in super deep. But if you notice yourself having resistance where it's your brain just not finding the, the points that it needs to to connect the problem or to connect the solution, or you're finding yourself getting frustrated because you're just feeling, you know, this level of over-attachment to the answer probably good for you to step away and I'm saying that even as someone who does strategy and like funnel stuff for my clients and to help them out with it as well that a lot of this comes down to 
what are how are you showing up in this way because how you are will also affect your business will affect how people see you on the other side because people can feel through the other <laughs> through the other screen that you're feeling lack or you're feeling uh, desperate or you're feeling overwhelmed whether you're saying it out loud people can see it in your face it's something that we were born into even at a subconscious level to pick up certain cues, body cues, mind cues, energy cues from other people to know if they're good or bad. Again, going back to the primitive brain, because that was our brain seeing, are they a threat or are they a friend? So this is why it's so important and why I talk about on my Instagram, and we'll be talking about here more as well, like this concept of funnel energetics, because how you show up, how you allow your brain to operate what you bring to the table with your like heart and soul as well, all kind of culminates into this one big brew of what's going to overflow. And it's going to overflow of overthinking. Is it going to overflow of abundance and creativity and white space and fulfillment and joy? Or are you going to tip over to the other side where there's just a little bit too much attachment, too much brain thinking, to where you're going to feel resentful and frustrated and want to throw the funnel out? <laughs> I find that often with people, as you know, either you have one currently or you're creating one or you're thinking about creating one where you're just not in the space that every time you think about it, you want to like throw your computer away <laughs> or you get so frustrated. Like the even the word funnel for a lot of people has a negative connotation because it's been associated for so many, so many years with um, hustle, overexertion, boring, tech-heavy, automation, complex, long, arduous, slow payoff. And it's why I'm moving and I'm trying to help people realize in the, the next paradigm we're moving into is all of that was just a fallacy built off of other people's modeling their own successes. But what's needed now is this level of customization and this level of connection and resonance that we need that can't happen solely in the mind. It has to come from emotion. It has to come from the energetic side as well to pair into it because the traditional one-hour webinar with 10 email sequence and you know upsell, downsell, like first, see how your body feels with that. It's probably going to say, like, that sounds terrible. I want to gag. Or two, it's like, that just doesn't feel good to me. But we sometimes override those feelings for what our brain's trying to tell us to do. So all of this to say that you're allowed to experience life and business and sales however you want to, but stop making it harder for yourself, especially when your brain and body is meant to work in a certain way with you. They're meant to help you, but sometimes, as we naturally have been, kind of told to only to over-prioritize the mind and the doing things, that that somehow weighted more than the feelings. And again, this is dipping into another episode that I need to create. <laughs> but all of this to say that the way that you experience one thing can help to translate into every other area of your life. And this for me with the word searches was just one of those areas that I noticed it. Travel was another one as well, which is why I did that past episode on it. Because at the end of the day, these things are meant to help shape your experience, to have a better experience in life, to have a better experience in business, in your funnel, and everything in between. Because we're not meant to, well, inherently, we're not meant to struggle more than we really need to. But we allow ourselves to kind of put that extra pressure and expectation on ourselves 
in business or our goals or whatnot, that kind of creates even more pressure and resentment and struggle than there actually needs to be. So hopefully this gave you some type of insight, metaphor, just some type of nugget there. This is definitely more of a freeform one than me actually having an outline for it because it felt on my mind to share and hopefully maybe if you want to pick up word searches, you don't have to, (laughs) Uh, but maybe find some pastime for you where you can actually start to use that as a way to start to see your own patterns of your brain, of your own patterns of how you show up for certain things. So you can see also how it's being mirrored in your business and, and life and how it's probably affecting your sales with it too. Because sometimes it's easier to see those patterns that aren't in business because we weight business to have such a heavier um, prioritization, a heavier life or death feeling to it. So hope that helps you out. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my 4th of July weekend and we'll talk to you in the next episode.